fuck you, Mary Jane. She never complains when I hit Mary with that flame. I light up the cherry. She's so good to me. When I pack a fresh bowl, I clean the screen. Don't get me stirred up the smoke through the bubble and water. Spanking it pure, so I got to take my hand and hold it. Just like charm. I get the bowl and I reload it. Get my four footer and bring it on. As I take hits from the bomb.
We're back and it's fucking raining. It is raining outside. Which yeah, makes us both very happy. Uh, yeah, soul music in the rain. That uh, seems really appropriate. Yeah, we are doing. I'm Claudia and I'm the loaf, <laughs> and uh, we're doing some soul. We're bringing some soul girls tonight. Soul girls tonight. 
We started that off with one of my personal favorite artists, Shirley Ellis, doing the nitty gritty. And then we went into the Queen of Soul herself, Aretha Franklin, with I Take What I Want, which is a Sam and Dave cover. Uh, I, I think I like her version better. I love the Sam and Dave version, but I think she did a really great job with that. Agreed. Then we went to the Velvelettes, <laughs> which is fun to say, Velvelettes. Velvelettes. He was really saying something. Etta James with Tell Mama. Jan Bradley with Mama Didn't Lie. And we finished that off with the Shirelles, Mama Said. Little Mama Said. Have you called your mama recently? I have not. I think, I don't know. I think our set is telling you something there. Yeah, right. Totally. I don't really don't get into family business, you know. My mom's a little witchy-woo, so she was influencing. She's like, Mama. She's somewhere with some, like, candles and shit making you do this. I can see it. I can see it. You've seen me enough, you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, it's raining. We're playing soul music. I'm I'm the loaf. She's Claudia, and uh, yeah, we got some two hours of soul music, and we're gonna keep it going. Yeah, we are gonna. Wh- keep what it are going. we starting it off with next? We're kicking it off with Ruth Brown, and the song is five, ten, fifteen hours.
the set i was digging it yeah we started that off with ruth brown with 5 10 15 hours and a lot of people may not know this but if you saw john uh waters original um original hairspray not all the musicals and stuff that came after that but the original hairspray she played motormouth maybell who was the record the radio personality and she ran the, the soul uh the soul store and all of that and i didn't know ruth brown was a singer i knew her from that you know, because at 13, I loved that movie. Um, and then as I got older, I was like, wait a minute. Is that the same Ruth Brown? <laughs> well, that's like some, uh, seems like some spot on casting that uh, that Waters would do. You know, yeah, they, absolutely. Like he, that was, yeah. Like yeah. no accident. Yeah, by, by, <laughs> by far, no accident. Yeah, yeah. he's a... He's a man of taste. Definitely, yeah, good taste in music. Well, I mean, some poor taste here and there, but yeah, with music, great taste. Yeah. From there, we went to the Iquettes with I'm Blue, also known as the Gong Gong Song. Um, that's actually on the, the Hairspray soundtrack as well, so thank you to John Waters for introducing me to that. Um, it's interesting. It's someone else singing uh, up front, you know. Well, it's like a Tina Turner, but yeah. it's like... Tina Turner's the backup singer. Though. Yeah. yeah she, she's still, like, you. It, it owns that track in a way. You can hear her voice like, wait. Absolutely. But a little uh, rarity. Yeah, a little rarity to get somebody else to sing the lead on that. But I love that song. Mm, great song. 
Uh, from there, we went to Dusty Springfield with Spooky. You know, we were trying to, you know... Uh, She's our token white woman. She right? is, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was watching you trying to struggle. I was trying to find a like, nice way to well, say that, we, but yes, we, exactly. we figured we'd put one honky in, you know. she got a pass. You know, if you don't put one honky in, you're going right. to you know, the ACLU probably is not going to say anything, but, yeah. you know, we felt it good. And that's... Um, and we figure there's yeah. a difference between she's someone... Still a, she's still a soul girl. I, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll give it to her. Well, there's also a difference between someone like Elvis, where it's just flat-out appropriation to make money, and someone like Dusty, you know, uh, who like, no, that's just the song in your soul, you know. It's just the song in your soul. So uh, she and Bobby Caldwell also gets a pass when it comes to that. <laughs> she brown on the inside. Um, and then we had Betty Everett with You're No Good. You're No Good. And you were saying that's from what movie? Um, that was, um, I first heard that song. Um, I probably had heard it before. I first remembered hearing that song in the, mo- in the, the horror movie House. And there was House and House 2. Um, and that song was in that movie, and I just remembered I loved that movie. It was like one of those. I'm always talking about my grandma on here, but this is one of the few, maybe of a handful of horror movies my grandmother loved. We had she actually bought on VHS House One and House Two, but that was on there, and that that's what introduced me to that song. And every time I hear it, it's gonna take me back to that. And I was saying since uh, you know it's that that spooky month, everybody likes to watch horror movies, which we. We watch horror movies year round, but it's a nice, I and mean, I don't mind. But it's a, it's a month to, to, you know, specifically watch horror movies. I'm saying maybe me you and show should uh, put on House One and House Two. Absolutely, Do a little double feature one Saturday afternoon coming up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't think I ever saw House Two. It's a whole different house. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be fun, and it's supposed to be raining. So yeah, 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 yeah. hunker down. A good time to sit in the house and watch horror movies for so many reasons. Yeah, exactly. From there, we went to Big Maybell with ninety six tears. I counted them. Yeah, uh, I did. I did. Uh, <laughs> Painstakingly. Um, at first, I thought there was only ninety four, but I, I recounted, and it turns out there was ninety six. I demand a recount. <laughs> <laughs> the tears were stolen. <laughs> and then we ended that off with the Staple Singers doing "For What It's Worth" and. Uh, which is a great song to begin with, but I love that version of it. Just it, it, so much soul, really good stuff. But def- I, yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I like both versions too. But that was, uh, you know, kind of outshine. Yeah, that, that, or I don't know if it outshines. It is the one I like the best. So, yeah, uh, definitely. Now we're gonna get back into it with some Doris Troy. This next set, we're gonna slow it down a little bit. Not too much, but it, it's a little more ballady than uh, what we've been listening to. Break it on down, Gloria. Yeah. All right.
strings to bind your hands Not if my love can't bind your heart And there's no need to take a stand For it was I who chose to start There's no need to take me home I'm old enough to face the dawn smart
makes you feel so good. to do. Thank you. 
I could have been like a third in the Lenny and the Squig Tones at best. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can I can do that, but I can't do it in time or on purpose. So, you know, you kind of right. wait for the moment to. When it uh, hits, it hits, though. It, it more, it's more like it attacks. <laughs> Uh, so what, what do we play there? We started that off with Doris Troy doing Just One Look. From there we went to and Barbara. I knew, <laughs> yeah, and I knew. knew. <laughs> then to Barbara Lynn with You'll Lose a Good Thing. Betty Swan with Angel of the Morning, which I think most people probably know that as a Dusty Springfield song. I don't know who did it first, but I like the Betty Swan version better. Um, My Angel of the Morning is coffee and a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, that's a pretty good angel. It's my angel, too. We share that. <laughs> it's what gets me up in the morning. Um, the Orlons with the Wawa Tootsie. Little Eva with some kind of wonderful. Most people know Little Eva from the, the Locomotion. But uh, we decided. Turns out she has other songs, too. Yeah, yeah imagine yeah. that. You <laughs> scrape the surface every once in a while. Turns out there's something below. And we finished that off with Irma Thomas doing What Are You Trying to Do? Lee Harvey Roswell, if you're listening, that last one was for you. We're dedicating that one to you, buddy. <laughs> uh, wow, so what a week. What a couple of weeks. Uh, since, uh, geez, we, we've, been, we've been taking in a lot of live music lately. We have. Uh, yeah. What, what have we seen? Was a, month, a month ago we did The Residence. We started with The Residence. At, at the, the sold out there at the uh, Castro Theater, which was fucking amazing. And... Um, uh, 
we did Primus. We did. We did Primus at the Greek Theater, which is always like a classic. It's a it's a homecoming for Primus. That's like where they all when they're like young little punk rock skateboarder kids. That's where they'd go see the Grateful Dead and stuff. And uh, Laird Lamont definitely gets into his little Jerry Garcia mode there for sure. But yeah, we saw Primus. Um, they did two Primus sets. Uh, sandwiched. Uh, Upon a a, a a set of Rush, uh, a, a, a tribute to Kings, a farewell to Kings, a farewell to Kings, the full album, the full album, and I, I took enough. I'm not a Rush fan. I'll be honest. Um, I've had many opportunities to be a Rush fan, and I guess it just never stuck. I'm not, I'm not anti-Rush or anything, but um, he he did a really great job. Uh, and like you know, as as boring as it might have been compared to like other Les Claypool or Primus songs he could have played. I took uh, a cocktail of hallucinogenic drugs um, <laughs> that, that, made, that made it, uh, yeah, yeah. And I got to say, um, uh, g- uh, edible gummies of Molly, Molly gummies. Tastes like ass. Hey, like, why do you want to chew on that shit? <laughs> right. I mean, g- given I don't want to snort it either, but it's not normally my hallucinogen of tro- choice. I had some mushrooms. I made sure to have plenty of water, and uh, it was a great. It was great to see. It was my first Claypool show in a couple of years now, almost. Uh, what would be the last one? Be the uh, New Year's. The New Year's with uh, Sean Lennon, and he did the sausage beforehand. That was New Year's 2020. Yeah, like yeah. 19, 2019 into yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. So it's and I usually what we usually see it like four or five times a year. So it's like everybody was a little dry. It was it was a really nice time, and uh, yeah, I did Molly, but I, I drank lots of water, so. A good time was had by all. And then um, we went and saw Tommy. Um, my son is obsessed with Tommy Wiseau and, and the movie The Room. I'm not sure if you're familiar or not. It's ridiculous. It's spectacular, it, but you know, it, like so bad that it spins back into cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, my son has been obsessed with Tommy Wiseau in the room, and we've went to a couple of the midnight showings and a couple of things. And it's very rocky horror. Like you scream things at the screen. Everybody's talking and, and chatting, and yeah. we've actually seen it before. The last time we saw it before that was at the uh, Bernice Theaters, which is a an underground theater in the Soma. Um, it's kind of you, you got to know somebody to get in that place. And my son actually got to show, uh, for the second time, show one of his short films, um, The the Sink, a little two, a one minute and 59 second horror movie. So he got to go to, like, to one of his own screenings and got to go m- meet one of his idols. Right, and do a Q&A. And, and he, yeah, he did a Q&A. And like, the gist of it was like, he asked him, like, what do you, what's your advice for a young man you know, studying, studying film, you know, and wanted to do film? He's like, was like be a pure... Be positive, be original, and never, never rip off the room. My movie, <laughs> and we got some autographs on some DVDs. It was just a it, in the the Balboa Theater is, yeah, it's, it's 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 a dying breed of theaters that are just so fucking awesome. Yeah, support local theaters if you can. Every chance you get. Um, well, that was fun. But um, and if you and if you are familiar with Tommy Wiseau, we are happy to report that he is just as delightfully weird in person as you would expect him to be. He's exactly like you'd expect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a woman that asked, like, "What's your favorite cookie?" I like a lot of cookies. I can't talk about cookies. That's like it's kind of a personal question. <laughs> <laughs> Next, very amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, and um, 
Well, we got a couple other things that are. We're going to Willie Nelson. Willie fucking yes. Nelson. On uh, on, Saturday. on Saturday, my I'm, third time seeing him. I've never seen him. I'm very excited. I saw him once at a uh, bluegrass, and he's like I said, he spent 15 minutes just waving goodbye to everybody with a big smile on his face. And before that, I saw him at a uh, casino in Wisconsin, and me and my friend show up in like you know misfits and Metallica t-shirts and cut off shorts, like yeah, Willie fucking Nelson, we'll smoke weed. And it was like. It was a casino thing where it was like a bunch of sit-down people that were like in their 80s. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, like, and we were like, oh, okay. G- guess we're not going to be able to smoke a joint here. But uh, but yeah, we're going to see fucking Willie Nelson. And, uh, but um, yeah, you know, we, we went um, like basically two years without live music and, um, and we're both it almost much, killed me. Yeah, we're both very much live music people. And now I'm like, you know. What's next? No, I'm, I'm I'm ready to fucking let music kill me if that's what. You yeah. know. We also saw the queers in there. Oh yeah, the queers. Uh, man, uh, god damn, it, 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 like it's been a whirlwind of uh, we're we're really catching up. We saw the queers, and um, was it a Static TV? That was a really great. They were, they were the first opener, and there was another band, but they they were not that great in my opinion. I'm not going to mention their name. Um, if you're curious, I'm sure you can Google it and find it out, but um. Uh, but yeah, that was just I was up front, just uh, pumping my fist. I knew all the words. It's like seeing you know, music I've been listening to since I was 15 years old, and um, actually got to you know a little meet and greet with the band afterwards because uh, I happened to be wearing a Billy Bats and the Made Men, sh- the Made Men shirt, and uh, they're they're very much associated. And uh, yeah, we got pictures. We hung out, drank beers. I I, I got to uh, replace um. The queer shirt, my grandmother, back when I was in, living in rural Georgia, I had this queer shirt, you know, I got from the concert back then. And uh, my grandmother and my grandfather, yeah, I don't know if you should be wearing this, you know. <laughs> and I was like, they were kind of right, you know, but I was like, oh, rural was, Georgia, they yeah, probably saved you. Yeah, yeah. It was a like, fights. Well, you know, that was the thing. I was like, I posted about it, and my friend Wilson was like, man, well, I mean, like, she probably did it for your own good. And I was like, man, I was hanging out at the Waffle House a lot, like, narrowly a- avoiding ass whoopings as it was. I didn't need a shirt <laughs> right. that said, the queers on like, the back advertise, of it. You know? now, 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 now I'm, like, in San Francisco, and I'm like, I'm really not worried about it. Yeah. It just feels good to replace it. But, yeah, so we, we've been seeing a lot of live music, and... Uh, I can't wait to see more. I yeah, hope. It, uh, I hope. I hope the the party keeps on going. Yeah, hopefully, it's a sign of things to come. Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, I guess we're gonna play some more music. Uh, that's, that's that's our deal here. That's a right? thing, right? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I could sit here and jibber jabber or do my. An hour of loaf with the bass. <laughs> <laughs> But we're we're kicking this off. I could do maybe fourteen minutes, fifteen minutes tops. I don't know, an hour. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. Well, let's play some more fucking music. Yeah, we're kicking it off with a band called The Steinways, and the song is "My Heart." It's my heart's not in it anymore. <laughs> Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, please, oh, baby, please, 
started that off with the Steinways with My Heart's Not In It Anymore. Uh, from there we went to... I wanted, I wanted to dedicate that one to... I, I thought about it like seconds after we had the chance. and Well, I thought about it, I thought better of it, then I thought, oh man. But I want to dedicate that song, the first one off the track, My Heart's Not In It Anymore, to, um, to Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Blue no matter who! Okay. Yeah, appropriate. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't, don't get me wrong. It's not like I fucking, I'm a Trumper or nothing. I just like, you know, it's just this blue no matter who shit. I don't know. They're think, I just think all politicians are corrupt and fucking horrible and inept. And uh, give me an example where I'm wrong. But uh, anyways, uh, right. my heart's just not in it My anymore. heart's just not in it anymore. From there, we went to Diane Newby with What You're Putting Me Through. A lady named Zena Foster with Baby Let Me Teach You. Sandra Phillips with You Succeeded. And we finished that off with the lullabies with You Touch Me, which sounds kind of dirty. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, uh, we're going into some more music here, or uh, what are we doing? We are. You got to give me a second, though. Talk about something. Talk about something? <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, rumor has it, Lee Harvey Roswell is out there listening right now. And I just want to talk a little bit about Lee Harvey Roswell. If you don't know him, he's the nicest freaking guy. He really is. He's a sweetheart and uh, is honestly one of the most brilliant 
uh, painters, so artists talented. alive in the world today. Agreed. And I, and I don't go throwing that kind of shit around lightly. And humble for it. He could be a dick. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, like, no, he could be a dick. He could be a dick, but he's not. He's like he's like a nice guy. We, we hang out, we talk, and it's just he's he's a really great guy. And uh, no, I seriously like as he could, like he could. I, I know, I know. I I, 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 <laughs> totally, I, uh, bitch. I, you know, I, 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 I make, I make, I make my living off of art. I'm like <laughs> one tenth of, at best, one tenth of the artist he is, and like. Man, I have way, way more of an asinine approach to it. But I also know, like, so many, like, especially, like, uh, the, 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 the young folks that rattle, rattle the spray paint cans and think they're special for painting little fishes on the sidewalk and shit. And they think they're, like, God! And then you meet, like, a fellow like Lee who paints, like, the most beautiful things ever. Like, I seriously, like... Modern-day Renaissance painter. Right, I seriously, like, so know. one of the guys, I think, could give Salvador Dali a run for his money Absolutely. in his lifetime. And, um, but yeah, he's humble about it. But other guys are, like, basically doing stick figures going, like, yeah, check out my shit, man. Cool. And he's just, like... Yeah, I don't know. He's a, he's a humble, down to earth guy. And I, yeah, I got it on good word that he's listening tonight, and I just uh, yeah, yeah. We love you, Lee. We love you, Lee. And uh, what are we doing next? I was about to dedicate the next song to him, but I didn't want to like. I was like, wait, it's like you're no good. Yeah, yeah right. Like, <laughs> you low down dirty. Yeah, right. No, soul, no, 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 no. Yeah, so you kind of never can tell. Yeah. Uh, this one's called "You'll Never Get Away." Oh, that is going out to you, Lee. <laughs> yeah, right. Man, I've known you for like 12, almost going on 20 years, and man, if, if we were we were gonna part ways, we'd have done it by now. You're stuck with me, baby. You're a good friend, and I love you. Hope you're enjoying the set tonight. Yeah. Collie May with "You'll Never Get Away." Take it away, Collie May.
we are back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Good stuff. We started that off with uh, Kali May with You'll Never Get Away, which all rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Kali May, You'll Never Get Away. <laughs> From there, we went to the Spandells, Say No Girl. Just say no. It doesn't rhyme, but I still love it. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, 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 uh. Brendetta Davis, I can't make it without him. Well, Brendetta Davis has a certain phonetic. Brendetta Davis. Brendetta Davis. With a name like that, I feel like she could make it without him. If she tried, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, well, maybe yeah. it depends on the circumstance. Fuck him, girl. <laughs> you well, you just say her name and sample it. <laughs> Brendetta Davis, Brendetta Davis, Brendetta Davis. Bum, bum, chicken, Bum, bum, chicken, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm just spitballing here. I don't know. I don't freestyling know. over there. <laughs> uh, here, let me, let me, let me break my book of poems, and let me beatbox for you. For a bit. <laughs> the loaf's hidden down. And everybody leaves all yeah, of a sudden, right. real quick. Man, that's one thing I gotta tell you, man. There's nothing like being a banjo player. Because you can clear a fucking room just right. tuning up a banjo. I was I was in a little rehab mental health facility, a little 90-day program years back. And I had the day room, you know, mostly to myself. But there was some, some asshole. You know, most of you know, the other people who cycled through, we mostly got along. There was a few fucking assholes I didn't really fucking like hanging out. And all I had to do was pull out my banjo and start tuning. <laughs> Dude, it cleared the house. Right. I, had, I had that room to myself. It was It'd be like, never thing. mind. Uh, uh, the SpongeBob uh, meme, yeah, like, yeah. I'm out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> the banjo is a superpower. Right. Like, oh, you want everyone to leave the room right now? Start playing the banjo. You are good on the banjo, though. Don't tell yourself. Oh short. yeah, but most people don't want to hear the banjo. Right. So, uh, you know. Or they assume the worst without even hearing. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. After Brendetta Davis, we played Cheryl Williams with Brenda "They Don't Davis. Know Him Like I Do," which is like, God, man, I've heard so many women's. Yeah, right. you yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. him like I do. Like, girl, that's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have an external perspective, and. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> the reason that song wasn't a hit because right. like yeah. man you could do better you right. know? listen to your friends girl I, I, we gotta look her up I'm sure she had a song where it was like never mind fuck that guy I'm doing so much better now yeah, you know, right. kind of jam but like you know I'm, 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 I was gonna say I'm not judging but I guess I am yeah, uh, right. we're judging <laughs> Cheryl Williams there and then uh, Linda Mackey with thanks oh I'm sorry yours for the asking Yours for the asking. Giving it away, Linda. Yeah, yeah. Well, it might have been a specific, you know, kind of thing, you know, like, yeah. a, like a little wink to the sweetheart kind of <laughs> right. thing. And like, yeah, I mean, you can criticize, yeah. We'd also uh, like to take a moment here to give a shout out to Rocky down at Rookie's Records, which yes. is a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. Rocket Rock at Rookie's Records. Rocket at Rookie's Records. Where you could probably go easily buy some Bobby Blue Bland records. Yes. Uh, he's got a lot of 45s for goddamn sure. He's got every oh. record. If he doesn't, he has it on a compilation. He's something. And, um, and just, a, just a wealth of knowledge. Like if you were. 
went in there and were like, I heard this song and this is the only line I remember from it, he'd be like, it was recorded twice, once in 1957 and once in 1968. Yeah. You know, like you would know. Um, but a lot of the music that we've been playing tonight and a lot of the records and um, came came from Oh, rookies. yeah, yeah. They came, yeah, they came from, from Rookie's Records, which is uh, down there in Lower Haight. In between uh, Webster, and w- Webster and Fillmore there on the... Uh, the south side of the street. Yes. Me, me with my compass. Yes. The loaf has the, like this perfect internal compass. Yeah. I, I, I'm, 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 like I'm, she, she's like, okay, we're coming to the intersection. I'm like, okay, go north. And you're like, which way? Uh, right. Left. I don't left. have time left. to look like, at the fucking sun right I don't know, now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know left or right, but I know that that, that way is fucking north, and that makes that way I can south. Figure it out. Like I'm not dumb in that way. Like I can figure it out, but it takes me. Well, a if you're stranded in the like, woods, you'd figure it out. But yeah. like I, I can just you can just literally. We we did this um, over at um, your friend's house. What's her name? Um, Shanti. Shanti. Yeah. And I was like, and I was kind of like, we, we'd been mixed up here, there, left and right. We're, we're just dumped in this backyard with very little light in um, Alameda. And I was like, uh, hold on, that's north, that's south. That, that, that makes sense. That, that'd be east then. And that's why I'm like, seriously, like I, I have some awkward internal compass. Yeah, you like, could bl- like blindfold <laughs> like spin him three times and drop him in some place, and he'd be like, "All right, the river's over here. I'll just follow that's, that." Like, that's south, because like you could obviously figure out north, um, east and west. Yeah, but it's the north and south that'll save your life. And like, I, I just have some kind of—I don't know what it is. It's a gift. It'll help us in the zombie. Oh, yeah, I, I know what I'm saying. Like, you know, it doesn't seem like much now, but there'll be that one day where I'm like. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Told you that was fucking east. Right. And we don't like starve to death in the yeah. desert and die or something. Yeah, so. if we're ever in a Blair Witch situation and I go crazy and tear up the map, like you'll be able to get us out of it. Well, I mean, let's work on not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll back up. <laughs> I was hoping it was more of an external thing, like, right. than, than you tear up a map Blair Witch style. But, right. um, Wherever in a battle royale. <laughs> um, I hope you're on my team, is what I'm saying. Well, you, are you <laughs> Claudia, coming from the low start, I love you, and I will always be on your team. Aw. And I will always tell you which way is northeast, west, and south. I appreciate that. Don't ever burn up the map. No, I will not burn up the map. I mean, the maps are nice, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm not saying, like, I'm perfect in this. I'm, like, not saying which the best route east is. Yeah. It's just, like, that That might come in handy. I'd know? go crazy in other ways. Burning up the map is not is not really my style. So uh, I, think, I think we're good. <laughs> you just get a little hangry out there, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Break down and cry or something. I know, just, I'll be, like, like 20 steps ahead of you. I'm telling you, this is east. This is where the car is parked. We're going, yeah, right. we're we're going this way. I would trust you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you didn't listen to me, I would tell the the rescue people, you know, the mountain rescue people, where you were and and stuff, and, and cool. get you up. So I appreciate that. I'm on your team. I'm on your team. <laughs> you help me directionally, and I'll help you find things, and we'll be good. Oh God! Oh, have we talked about this on 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 the air? I don't think we have. I don't know. Claudia has a superpower. I get it from my grandma. <laughs> we always talk about grandmas on here, yeah, right. but but grandmas are awesome. But uh, Claudia has the most amazing superpower I've ever ever encountered. Because you know I have my own little magic and things as well. But like Claudia, hey Claudia, where's the you name something you're looking for in the house? 
even from the other room, she'll be like, oh, it's in the thing, blah, 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 blah. And, and it's like, oh, God, it's, you know, you've been looking for it for 20 minutes, and it's like, oh, God, she, she, she's not even the last one that touched it. I've moved it three times, and she's even seen it. And <laughs> somehow she knew exactly where it was. And it, it's, it's such a strong superpower. It's, it's not even just that. Like, I ask you, I will look for something for 20 minutes, God damn, to the point where I'm like, I, I, I don't want to have to ask Claudia. I want to find it on my fucking own. You know, I can do this. <laughs> and I go to ask her, hey, Claudia, where's the... Oh, never mind. <laughs> All you have to do is, like, ask her. And, like, you before you even get the out sentence the out, like, she, it, it appears, like, oh, it was right there. It was it right there the whole time? I swear, I looked... Oh, my God, I don't understand. Claudia can... Yeah. So I, I, you know, maybe one of these days we got to start doing like you give out your email or your phone number and like do some like you know like uh, what's the lady uh, Madam Chloe or whatever? Oh, Madam, oh, Madam Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. <laughs> Where is the remote? And before you text it out, you would just find it. Just, yeah, right. Start charging. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! There it is. Yeah. Claudia's got this magic ability to find things, which is really, really, really paired with my ability to not know where shit is. Um, that's not exactly a superpower, but I, I do. I, I will own it all the same. Um, I'm sure I got a superpower. I'll, I'll always, too, it, it, the, the one superpower I wish I had every time we're trying to find parking over here at Mutiny Radio. Because we, we drive from the Upper Hate down here to the, the Mission to, to find parking. It's never good. And, uh... What was the thing I was going to say? You wish you had the superpower, too? Oh, the, the, the power... <laughs> the, the, yeah, sorry, sorry. The Corona is... Uh, is uh, and when I say Corona, I mean I mean the beer. Um, <laughs> the Corona's going to catch up with me. Um, but no, I, I wish my superpower was I could move a car... 20 feet right and i would pick like one of them like jacked up trucks or like a like a beamer suv or something and then i could just with my mind make that car move 20 feet maybe even sometimes on its side and then we could just park there and then call a tow truck you know but uh i I, i've been i've really been lazy i've not worked on this but I've, i've i've honestly wanted to develop my telekinesis since I was a young child, and like I, I don't know. I think I should get in the game here. You can find anything. Use your carry powers just to move cars. <laughs> yeah, just to. You know, I was like, we want to, but we we wouldn't like move like your car or anything. It would be like some yuppies car. Right, it's chaotic. You, you know what I mean? Like, or just like when that person takes up, you know, they park in the middle of what could have been two two spaces. spaces. You know, like, just, you're 20 feet in the middle yeah, of the thing. Yeah, we're just going to nudge you closer to the crosswalk. So yeah, yeah go, down to, go, to, go down to the lot and pick up your car, man. Right. You probably $400 in fines by now, man. Learn to park, bitch. <laughs> um, My favorite would be, I would want to see the people's reaction when they came out and be like, but I wasn't in that trap. I was where this, but I think that would make it well. I, 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 now you mentioned it. I, I never thought about that, but I'd love to see their faces. Yeah, exactly. Just hang out and watch. Like, dude, the, the spot was open. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Ultimate prank. Oh, and, like, and what would the, what would the, what would the, you know, you're like, oh, we have surveillance video. And it's like all of a sudden a car goes like 20 feet and turns on its side. Like, and we just like, 
Tipping right. parallel park. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> I guess after three or four times they catch up with us. So. Yeah, probably. It'd be fun while it lasted though. <laughs> I will work on my telekinesis. You do that. <laughs> so what do we got coming up? We got Carol K coming up. K A Y, not just a, the initial. Uh and this time you're wrong. So Carol sounds pissed. Well, what was he the other times? Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds like she's mad about him being right.
a surprise birthday party.